everybody. Close six chair. Uh, previously, Frank awoke from a vivid dream of his time in the rubble of Kuwait. He now remembers that there was something that actually stole away his fellow soldiers. Upon awakening from his dream, he briefly talks to Trey, who is sullen uh, for some reason, because he's a teenager. Um, then he contacts the others who pick him up at his place and relocate outside the city again. Charlie takes the opportunity to view some of the tapes. Tape one is an amateur documentary about the Rookwood family of Knoxville, suggesting that they are immortal vampires. Tape two, labeled Amanuet three, shows the female preacher, which may or may not be a mummy, arisen before it kills, arising before it kills the cameraman. Tape three, creepy doll, shows a creepy doll that murders somebody. Uh, after that, the group meets up with Terry from uh, 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 you know, Oliver's sex cult, uh, who leaves him to meet George, <laughs> the leader of the sex cult, apparently. Uh, who reveals himself to be a werewolf. All right, you're alive. And he turns and starts walking away, and he pulls off that poncho and tosses it to one of his uh, warriors who just catches it. Is he naked? And then he sort of leans forward and falls towards the ground, and by the time he hits the ground, he is a wolf. Yeah, what the? Uh, and he drops off into the woods. And... Terry turns to Lucy y'all and says, well, try to warn you. And then uh, uh, they, they all start walking after the wolf. Uh, uh, you all saw uh, that, uh, right? I, I, you all saw that? I, 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 I. Right, I need a drink. I guess let's follow the wolf. I'll, I'll hand him my flask after I've had a I will take the flask. So what I've known about this. Oh, this? No. I mean, you know, it's, you know, the tribe of the wolf, but actual werewolves, assuming that's what this is. No, you did not know that. Oliver, you didn't tell us they were going to turn into wolves. I didn't know. How did you not know? Weren't you with this cult for like three years? Yes, but I didn't make it up high enough. What? Now that you now that you get the matter in light of these new discoveries, Oliver, uh, it occurs to you one of the tribe's very strong traditions is or was uh, on the night of the full moon, everyone who had not reached the level of warrior, which was the next level up for you was required to spend the night together in one large tent and not go out for any reason. So make of that what you will. And I re will rele uh, relay that word for word. That, uh, Luke, what did you just roll that for? Was strange. Well, I was just rolling whisk, whisk plus composure because I assumed you were going to make us do it. <laughs> 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 well, that was premature, but okay. Well, then luckily, luckily you did not waste a lot of successes on that. No kidding. <laughs> I never had someone botch a roll that I did not ask them to make before. <laughs> All right, so y'all head off in the woods. That's cool. I mean, I'm having some <laughs> severe second thoughts, but... I would be really intrigued, because I didn't think any of this was real initially. But now, you know... I feel like it could very well be real, and now I want to study it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. 
Nothing bad can come of that. Of course not. No, everything will be fine. Hmm. Alright, so we're following yeah. the wolf man. Well, you follow the wolf and his cult members uh, through the woods for quite a ways. Uh, you think you probably hiked about two or three miles uh, into the deep woods. Um, at a certain point, uh, you pass several trees that have been uh, marked with those uh, claw-like glyphs, um, which Oliver, you know, those mark the boundaries of uh, your tribe's community. And you can start to hear running water, uh, and uh, you continue for another couple hundred yards and breaks into a large clearing at the edge of a river uh, that has uh, about five or six uh, lean-to tents all around uh, and one large building uh, constructed out of logs in the style of a uh, Native American longhouse. Isn't it beautiful, guys? We lived out here for three years. And you didn't notice that people turned into wolves? I've got some serious questions. Um, Did you turn into a wolf? And uh, yeah, once the wolf gets to the edge of the uh, settlement, he turns back into a man and uh, walks on down and uh, turns to you and says, all of you can rest Get some food, and then he looks at uh, Rivera and says, "We'll have to wait till nightfall. The moon is out before I can kill you. But you're all safe here. It's not the full moon until tomorrow night. Safe tomorrow night? <laughs> and, uh, all right, sure. Yes, I. But we're safe to just kind of." Are good to. He said we're good just to kind of go. Respect the land. And yeah. Respect your hosts. Be civil. Hmm. I just start doing a little looking around, not quite nosing, but just trying to take the lay of the land a little bit. Okay. Uh, roll your roll wits plus investigation, and then roll wits plus socialize. If you have socialize. If you don't, don't roll that. Yeah, I've got socialize. Zero on my investigate. Actually, it's a critical failure. It's fine. That's a great first roll for the night, really. And one success on my socialize. Um, you think it's maybe a little odd that as much time as you spent exploring, you know, the uh, woods in this area, you've never Come anywhere near or seen anything close to this several settlement that's got about, you know, a dozen people living here. You'd think someone would have noticed that by now. Um, uh, the one thing that sticks out about you at the truck, it like, like the feel of the place is designed to look very, very Native American uh, with lean to huts and, uh, and like you see some of the women who are, everyone's wearing kind of homemade. Uh, natural fiber stuff, but you don't actually see any, you know, Native Americans here. 
Um, at least you don't think any of them are Native Americans. They mostly look like uh, homeless white people with a few black people thrown in. So, is there a reason I rolled a socialize? Socialize roll. You didn't get anything on the investigative roll because you failed. No, I didn't. You can always ask me. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't even know what to ask you. <laughs> so confused. Um, I'm I'm going to kind of like observe people for a bit. Um, just kind of see what their reaction is to us. And, uh... Well, they're not... No one is hostile toward you. They are perhaps a little... Everyone's a little bit suspicious of you because you are outsiders. Um... Uh, you maybe get the feeling that uh, some people are looking at Oliver funny because he was a member. They all know Oliver, but then he up and left for about six months, and now he's back and brought a bunch of people with him. The Oliver will reveal to you that tribe is very insular, um, and in fact, this is probably more new people that have shown up here than did in the entire time you were living with them. Oh. I, I do have a question. Oliver, how did you even get involved with these people in the first place? How do I what? How did you get involved with these people in the first place? They seem, they seem, you know, pretty way out here and like they don't really trust outsiders. So how did you get involved? Well, that's a very, very long story but um short part is i came out you know we did the tour guide thing around you know the forest and everything that you were a part of as well and uh, i decided to basically go for a walkabout you know after mom's death and you know i just kept walking and then i stumbled upon this place and told them uh, what I was doing, that I was no threat, and then they just, somebody took me in. You just decided to stay with this random group of people out in the woods, which I've explored these woods. I practically live in these woods, and I've never seen a trace of them. No, um... We don't get out very often, and some of the guys, you know, the underlings, when you start off early on, that they put, like, some type of voodoo hex or something like that on it to, where it's really hard for people to find. And, you know, and yet you found it. You hear stories here and there about, you know, other tribe leaders doing stuff, but you just, you know, they're all stories. We didn't none of us really believed it just you know we just thought we were all quote homeless people out in the woods and you left your family you left me to come live out in the woods with people you didn't know oh that felt more at home here than anywhere else yeah is very offended by this honestly She's very mad. She's not saying this, but you can definitely read it on her face that she is not. 
Happy you were heavily that. involved with school. I lost my scholarship. You know, school wasn't the right place for me, and the only way I could ever see you was at school, and it just reminded me of my failures and more sorrow, so I just left. And I only heard from you, what, every couple of months? Just a hello that you're alive? No, once and you're just month, out here no. in the woods. Uh, once a month, still. That's, that's all I was allowed. Allowed. Mm, mm, fun group that just allows you to contact your family only once a month. Cool. cool. Most of the people here don't have families, so that's why they, some of them end up joining the tribe because they had nowhere else to go and they stay fully devoted to the tribe because of it. Because they're have nobody else. Well, what made you leave? That's not a thing that I'm wanting to discuss in front of, you know, especially at the campsite. Maybe when we're at home. Um, I'll tell you that when you tell me what happened between you and your ex. Well, that's not going to happen. With a big old smirk on my face. I just get angry and just walk away. Seems fair. Storm off. Yeah, it was a good one. It's a good comeback there. What's everybody else doing? Are y'all hanging around watching this uh, sibling Discord, or are y'all doing something else? Um, I'm going to casually inspect the area. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for? I don't even know. Like, I want to say anything weird, but I feel like everything's weird. Um, anything that is reflective of previous cases I have investigated or anything from the tape that we have viewed. Like, what? I, I want to know what kind of weirdness I am stepping into. Um... What would you like to find? Uh, a complete encyclopedia on what these crazy people are doing. Uh, that seems kind of out of uh, not not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll settle for like trying to eavesdrop on conversations and and see what this supposed thing we are being involved in is about. Like, like just to get a heads up on what's what's happening. Uh, roll your wistless investigation. One success. Okay. Um, Tired of going in blind. Also, I'm looking for weapons. Uh, the only thing you see that looks like weapons, like, well, this is, you know, this is good or bad, but, you know, everyone seems to have a hatchet that they carry around. Um, uh, which, you know, your son is oddly good with a hatchet. That's his go-to weapon. Um, you kind of get the feeling that, the, that uh, even though the leader is a man named George, uh, for the most part, this place is somewhat uh, matriarchal. Uh, most of the men seem to defer to the uh, four or five women who are here. Um, like you can probably get this much easily out of Oliver, 
that uh, the structure of the place, uh, George holds the title of Tribal Alpha, uh, he, which is why they call the chieftain. And then uh, the women uh, are his advisors. And then there are, uh, well, the, the older women. There's about four women who hold the title of matriarch, and they're his advisors. And then there's about three guys who hold the title of warrior, uh, and uh, remember when about five, I think, who hold the title of warrior. warrior. Um, that would have been the next level Oliver would have entered into had he stayed with the tribe another few months. And he walked away gotcha. from that. Um, so, so I'm gonna look at Oliver and be like, Alpha, Wolf. None of this, like, came together at any point? No, not at all. And, you know. Well, I mean, the, the tribe, the, uh, Oliver, you know, the tribe, the, uh, the iconography of the tribe is all about wolves, even though there aren't any wolves in this part of Tennessee. Uh, but it's, uh, it's the tribe of Anawaya. Uh, the Anawaya was the actual wolf tribe from the Cherokee Nation prior to uh, uh, the white man coming in and ruining everything. Um, there were, I think, about five or six, either five or seven tribes, I forget which, each of which was named after a specific animal, and the wolf tribe were was basically the warrior case of the Cherokee Nation. Uh, and um, uh, Anawaya was, or Waya was the uh, was sort of a she-wolf spiritual deity worshipped by the Cherokee. Um, but actually turning into wolves? No, you never saw any indication of that. And to be fair, Charlie, that would have been a fairly big leap to make. I mean, you just have to be paranoid enough. Even you were not heard enough to be prepared for the existence of lycanthropy. That's probably fair. How was Frank reacting to all this? Well, I was, uh, I was watching what everyone else was doing, but they offered food, I guess, and so I would sit and, you know, whatever they offered. Uh, mm -hmm. Do any of the tribe, like, bring food over to me or... Uh, they will, around lunchtime, they'll actually have that. There's an outdoor wooden table, and they have a communal meal, uh, which is uh, fish that they cooked over an open flame, uh, and um, dried deer meat, uh, and various um, uh, like berries and uh, other natural. I'm not coherent tonight for some reason. Um, um, is uh, George was the leader, right? Yeah. Is is he there? Is he? Does he run off away? Or is he? Uh, he ducked into his private tent for a while. Uh, after about an hour, he will come out for the meal. Um, and in fact, everyone will sit around and hold hands uh, while he. Uh, Calls down the blessings of Waya on them uh, and praises her for the uh, their cub returning to the pack in his time of need. Which those of you who are not Oliver 
may or may not want to snicker at that. I don't know. I'll leave it to you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not snickering that. in the game. I'm just, it's fine. I'm looking over no, at all of you. I'm at, snickering. At, at some point, if George is like, I guess I'll approach him and ask him if I can just, if I can talk to him for About what? Well, about, I mean, about all this. How did this, what is this? How did it come to be? Because I, obviously I didn't know anything about this. Just, things are making sense. Seems to me that there's a lot that goes on in this world that most people just don't want to see. So they shut their eyes. Yeah. Even your kinfolk have been through some shit lately that's made you open your eyes. That's very true. I mean, forgive my ignorance. Were you bitten by wolf or full moon or something? Or, I mean, how does that no. work? No. It can happen that way, but not with us. We were, we were chosen. No. Some of us were. Not all of us. Not all of us can do what I can do. And, and, and then he you said were... to you for a second and to your discomfort, he leans in and sniffs you again. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he, he narrows his eyes to you and says, you forgot some stuff too, haven't you? Some stuff starting to come back to me, though. A dream. I can help you remember it. Or I can help you forget it. Mm. I think I, I think I want to know what happened. What happened to my men? That cave in that crushed building. Tonight, when I help heal your sister, you come to. I'll do what I can. With that, he. Unless you have any other specific questions for him, he will go off. I'll just um, spend the rest of the day, you know, trying to relax and kind of detox. Okay. Um, I'll let y'all have this. Everyone can make a wits plus empathy roll um, or wits plus socialize, whichever is better. Uh, and uh, uh, Oliver, you get a plus two on this roll. Hey. Two. First one's going to be Rivera. I'm just being super gracious about all the food. And oh, how did you cook this over the fire? You've got it. You've done it so perfectly. I've tried. That's like love the that. first Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, I try and cook fish like this when I'm out camping, and I can just never get it right. And I got one success. Right, what did uh, Rivera get? Two. And uh, what did uh, Frank get? Frank got nothing. Okay. Um. Uh, well, those of you got two, you can tell that uh, um, the the two men who accompanied uh, uh, George to meet y'all, uh, who uh, Oliver identified as uh, two of the warriors, uh, they're both they're both kind of signaling themselves, and there's I think two other guys who are. He also identifies the words, and they're all kind of to themselves. Uh, and if you got two successes, they both—they all seem 
not necessarily aggressive, but they're all very twitchy. And uh, even during dinner, they they sit off to themselves, uh, and um, they don't eat any of the berries or other plant-based foods. They only eat meat, and they eat it all like with their bare hands. Hmm. Are those wolves too? <laughs> Do you know those guys, Oliver? Um, would I know these in, these particular individuals? Yeah, they were they were the four members of the uh, uh, warriors of the tribe. It was your goal for three years to be one of them. And I uh, tell her like, um, I, I, yeah, those guys are you know, they're powerful. Um, I was actually training to be like one of them, or wanted to be like one of them. I didn't know if I would turn out to be like one of them, but I was, my hopes was that I would eventually, you know, get to their status with the tribe. So do we think that they're wolves? They don't, they look like they only eat meat. Would we guess do we, that? Do we think they're on something? Are they like Howard? Are they bears? Are everybody wolves? Um, so intriguing. I, honestly, at this point, I really don't know. Um, I'm just as shocked about uh, changing into a wolf as you y'all are, um, but I've never seen this before. I, you know, I, I know these guys are, you know, are powerful, and typically you don't want to mess with them. Interesting. I would uh, probably ask Oliver if he's never seen them. Turn into a wolf in front of him after living with him for three years. What makes him think? What makes you think that they would do it so freely in front of a group of strangers? A combination of what I have told them and my interaction with Howard, I, I, I guess, and you know, I guess whoever this Mister Gray is. You know, he smelled him on you, and so did Howard. So this guy has either a very lingering scent, or he's, I guess, powerful enough that you can even smell the smell him on somebody else, even it's when it's been what three days since we ran into him, or potentially when you ran into him. So I don't. I guess they're trusting us enough, but I, I guess it's also a thing that you don't want to show this to everyone in the tribe, especially the recruits and the initiates, that, that this could be a potential thing. This might be for a very rare select few that get to have this opportunity to turn, I guess, is a word you can use. This isn't going to be one of those things like we've showed you this now you can't leave type of deal, right? We're going to be able to leave after this, right? I hope it'll so. be safe for us out there compared to here. I mean, in general, I, I mean, we can't live here forever. Could, but you know, but for, let's worry about that later. For the time being, um, let's just. This is a safe haven for the moment, and we can get some answers. 
unless anyone wants to start anything in particular over the next few hours, we can fast forward to that night. Other um, than investigating, no. All right. Uh, well, what do you want to investigate? Uh, to just so, look around and poke things. So you said that the area we're in, it's some tents and like a big log cabin. Yeah, and there's a uh, a river flowing past it, uh, and it is at the base of uh, a mountain. Um, I'll say this: if you just want to wander off by yourself, make a wisdom plus investigation roll. Jesus Christ! Every investigation roll. That's what you need more <laughs> of instead of drive. I think. Hmm. That may be what you need more of instead of drive. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably where I'm going to throw that point. All right. Um, 100%. If there's anything specific you want to just sort of poke your nose in, speak now or forever, all your piece. I guess the cabin. Figure out what's... Right. Uh, the, yeah, the cabin's kind of a common area. That's where they... Um, um, uh, that's where they have, That's where they eat their meals when it's, oh, when it's okay. raining or snowing or something. Um... But yeah, you can get in. It's not guarded. Uh, there is a lot of uh, um, faux Native American art on the walls. Um, there are, uh, in a place of honor, uh, there is a uh, charcoal, a large charcoal drawing of uh, an older black man. Uh, if Oliver is around, he can identify that person as uh, uh, Jules Troy, who supposedly was the founder of uh, this tribe uh, about 30 years ago. And then he passed over to the other side, which you assume means he died, but who knows this group. Um, in the far end, uh, away from the door where you went in, uh, there are, uh, there is an area that is uh, blocked off by some heavy curtains. Oh, I'm 100% going to go look behind the curtains. Okay. Uh, on the, uh, yeah, on, on the other side of that, there's, I mean, there's a guard still. Uh, it looks very much like some sort of primitive church. Uh, there is a, uh, um, like about uh, six or so uh, crude pews that look like they've been made, chopped down from trees uh, and just sort of nailed together, uh, very rustic. Uh, and on the other side of that from them, uh, there's not a lecture or anything for anyone to give a, a, a sermon, uh, but there is a table uh, set out that has a uh, white cloth over it. There's nothing on the table? Oh, Al, there is a, no, I'm sorry, the white cloth is draped over some stuff. Mm, yes, I, and there's a guard there? There is not a guard there. Well, let's see. Oh, okay, I thought you said there was, I thought you said there was a guard. Okay, I guess I, I go to the cloth and try and kind of peek under it. Um, Oliver, roll your wits plus composure. Two successes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you did notice your sister wander off into the log cabin where y'all have uh, uh, where meetings and things are. I'm just letting you know you can ignore that or not. 
I will pursue because I don't want something to happen to her. Um, or at least if I noticed her, I feel like somebody else might have noticed her as well. Yeah. Uh, you remove the white cloth, and uh, on, on it is, uh, let's see, there's an odd collection of things that uh, you were not expecting. Again, they have a Catholic background. Uh, this is sort of like some sort of pagan Catholic thing. Uh, there are like deer antlers uh, and uh, uh, a whole bunch of short candles. Uh, and there is a bowl, a stone bowl. Uh, and uh, a very sharp-looking knife. Uh, and the bowl has some kind of rusty reddish stains in the bottom. Learned my lesson with those runes. I bet that is blood of some kind. Lick Interesting. it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do just... So those are the things I see. Mm. There's some rituals uh, and, uh, here. As you examine that, uh, Oliver pokes his head around the curtain uh, to see what the heck you're doing. What the hell are you doing? I'm looking around. What does it look like I'm doing? No, he didn't, what say I, we could, he didn't say we couldn't come in here. Would I know the significance of all of these things? Oh, yeah. Um... You per, uh, participated in their sacred rites rarely. They do it four times a year. Um, you know, the solstices and equinoxi or whatever it is. Actually, eight times a year, I'm sorry. Um, and there's a ceremony that they perform uh, in which uh, an animal is a prey animal is sacrificed. Uh, and um, each of you... Uh, kneels before George and he uh, takes some of the blood and puts some sort of little um, marking on your foreheads uh, and uh, then uh, when you reach a new level of initiation uh, then you and everyone initiated at that level uh, takes a knife and you make a little cut in your hand and you shake each other's hands so that you all become blood brothers within your current level of initiation. So I tell you all that, or a brief, mm -hmm. brief sections of it, just cliff notes. Well, I'll tell you all that. And I'll be like, you do not need to be in here. If somebody else catches you in here, it's going to be big trouble for all of us. Let's get out of here. Wait, uh, I mean, are you doing like pagan shit up in here? We're Catholic. We go to church. This isn't church. This doesn't look like Jesus stuff. Oh, when was the last time any of y'all went? Olivia goes. It was. With Nona. Out of it. Nona still makes her go, and I live too close to Nona to not listen to her when she yeah, asks me to go to church. Out of here. Is there anything else I can investigate before he drags me away? Uh, you can have your willpower point. Possibly in witchcraft. Mm, okay. Well, that's new things to learn. Yep, we can go. I achieved what I wanted to achieve. Uh, that night, sudden, uh, you have, urge of power. everyone has the evening meal. Well, I actually have the evening meal in the cabin. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much the same stuff you had at, at lunch. 
and then after the sun sets, um, George uh, pulls Oliver aside and says, I will take your sister and your brother with me, and the warriors will come with us. Uh, although it is not yet the night of the full moon, it might be safest if you and your sister and your father remain here. Do you trust me in this, Oliver? I trust you. He claps you on the shoulder. And uh, about an hour after the sun goes down, uh, he comes and finds Frank and uh, Rivera. I almost called you Ramora. That's how tired I am. Um, and says, it is time if you will come with me. So uh, George clicks you and your sister and uh, takes you out the back of the cabin. Uh, and you were accompanied by and none of that. Um, and you were accompanied by uh, two of the guys that uh, that Oliver identified as warriors, and also uh, three of the women who he identified as matriarchs. Uh, and they lead you out out the back door of the log cabin out into the woods. Um, actually stops and lights a, uh, a an old oil lantern um, and actually hands it to you, uh, Frank. Frank says, uh, okay. you might need this. I don't. Right. Uh, so he will lead you around the woods. Those of you who are staying behind, are you in fact staying behind or are you going to try and do something perhaps foolish? <laughs> Let's do something foolish. <laughs> There's that inquisitive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go. If you I'm to, nervous. Let it You actually have man. to make stealth rolls. Uh, and that I got stealth. And so that'll be wits plus stealth from you. Uh, and uh, yes. Oliver, I assume you're actively keeping an eye on them. Yes. If if they're going to so be any stupid, I might as well keep up with them. You. What's plus stealth, he said? Yeah. And Oliver, do you have awareness? Ooh. Um, it's a merit. I do not. With plus investigation. I'm sorry, what do you get? Uh, what do you get, Will? <laughs> I rolled three dice and got four successes. That can happen. Five and barely got two. <laughs> Uh, I fade into the woods. Oh, but Oliver got zero. Okay, Oliver. Uh, love to see it. Bathroom, uh, and go around the corner and piss on a bush. And when you come back, your sister and your father have both somehow disappeared, easily sneaking away from this. Uh, well, maybe the people in there, they just don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, they're both gone. I will go try to find them. Okay. Um, Dad, daughter, sneak away camp. Oh, this is going to be great. Well, this couldn't go poorly at all. Okay. Um, fantastic. So, uh, George leads Rivera and Frank out into the woods, followed by the others. Uh, and he leads you to the base of the, the mountain. Uh, and uh, there is a small cave 
uh, that you actually have to get on your knees and crawl into. He actually, your astonishment turns into a wolf again and easily trots in. But you two have to get down on your knees and uh, crawl in. Do either of you hesitate to do so? Are you talking to Frank? Talking to Frank and Rivera right now. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Luke. I didn't hear you. What did you say? I said I probably do hesitate for, but I will go. Okay. Uh, what about Rivera? I do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. Okay. So you take point. You're excited. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it is astonishing when you get in because you have to crawl for about 15 feet. By the way, is anybody claustrophobic before we get any further? That's yes. me. Okay. I, I took a flaw for it. Yeah, Frank, are you claustrophobic as a flaw? Or? Well, it, it, I don't think it is actually a flaw, but since I was buried in rubble, I think you, you told me at one point that. Yeah, if you want to, if you spend a willpower point, you can ignore it and I won't make you wrong. I will do that. Okay, but you two make your way through there. Uh, Rivera, you come out on the other side about 10 feet later and are just astonished. It is a large open cavern, uh, probably about 30 feet across. Uh, there is a pool of water ahead of you uh, that seems to be glowing slightly through some sort of phosphorescence material in the bottom, and it illuminates the whole cavern. And you look up and you see cave drawings like you would expect to see in like a Neolithic cave like Lascaux or something like that. Um, but usually the largest figure is a drawing of a wolf um, underneath a uh, white circle. Uh, and the, the wolf figure is massive compared to all the other figures, like the little human figures beneath it. Uh, and um, uh, George is back in his human form uh, and he starts taking off his clothes and um, without even looking back at you he directs you to do the same before you enter the pool cult sex cult right, those of you who are falling behind you will need to roll your um, uh, wits plus Investigation or wits plus survival if you want to track them there is better. Definitely survival. Well, hold hold on. Hold on. Could I, since George was a wolf, which is a predator, and I have a specialty um in animal kin uh tracking predators. Uh, could I actually use that? I could use that. Fantastic. Okay. So because I have a specialty, do I add an extra dot or no? Yeah. How does the specialty work in that? Okay. So you okay. get you get plus yeah, one and it, is it a, is it an asset skill? If it is the, the square next to the skill will be black. It is. Right, that, means, that means you roll nine again on it. So so what are we rolling to track these people? Ah, okay. Okay. So I roll I'll just let her do it. She's gonna ace it. Okay. Well, I'll say that I may have just jinxed her. Um, how do, do how do I do nine agains? Nine dash again, and then roll and whatever you're gonna roll. Nine dash or again. Space, space. No space? space again, not dash. Oh, nine again. Roll six. Yeah, six. Mother, mother, fucker. You got I got one. 
Yeah, success uh, with some difficulty. I mean, it is dark. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, you were able to find your way uh, through the woods, and after about 15 minutes, you find this cave entrance. Uh, Olivia. Let's see. Oliver, are you falling behind them? Well, I have to find them first, right? All right so, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, so, it'll be Wits Plus Investigation or Wits Plus Revival, unless there's something else you think you have that might work. I realize I should have used survival. survival. I had more points in it. I had more points in Survival and a specialty. I don't know why I didn't do that one. I'm trying to see what else I might have. <clears throat> I do have a specialty in survival for wilderness. This is it. Okay. I should have done I had two So what does that make that again? Give you a plus one. One success. Uh, you're able to follow the path of uh, your sister and your father. Uh, so I'll get back to y'all. And uh, But uh, Olivia and uh, uh, Charlie, y'all do fine. Little... Now, Olivia, do you... Are you able to enter this uh, tiny, cramped, confining, claustrophobic little tunnel? No, no, not at all. She would, she would instantly panic at the thought of going into that tunnel. Okay. Um, then you take a beat for giving into your uh, flaw. Uh, Charlie, what about you? Charlie? You mean? Yeah, you, yeah. you're there. You you're there, with me. Right? No, I'm not. Frank is. No, Wait. Charlie, oh, you're oh, with oh, me. Okay. okay, I had a brain lapse. Yes. No, that, that, I'm not claustrophobic at all. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> well, you're going in by yourself, Dad. <laughs> I can't go in. Um, I'll, I'll stick my head in. I'll, okay. I'll invest in uh, it. It is a winding tunnel, probably about uh, three feet in diameter, given rough hewn, of course. Uh, and it uh, goes, it at least 10 feet in, and you can't see the end of it. Oh, yeah, no way in hell Olivia could go in there. Mm. Oh. Should have brought a rope. Um, You and your stupid fucking rope. Do, do, I, have a, mm, do I have a light source on me? Uh, probably not, since I made you leave all your tech. That's Would true. I have a lighter? Survival stuff on my person? I've got yeah, my arrow. There is, in fact, uh, an oil lamp that they left sitting next to the cave entrance because they didn't take it in with them. Convenient. Convenient. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll grab that and be like, just wait here and uh, try to stealthily um, ease my way down into the tunnel. I okay. love it. I just realized my nine again didn't work. I mean, it doesn't matter. We got where we needed to go, but I apparently did not do what I was supposed to do correctly. Anyway, we'll try that later. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, back in the uh, cavern, um, are, are y'all both willing to just robe and enter the pool with him? I guess. Yes, I do. All right. Well, you do. Uh, and... Uh, he uh, weighs in first and gets to the middle of the pool, and then he turns and beckons to you, and then he closes his eyes, and he starts chanting in some language neither of you recognizes. Uh, and at the edge of the pool, um, the three uh, women who came with him, uh, they still have their clothes on, but they sit 
cross-legged, and they start chanting along with him, and one of them pulls out a drum that she starts beating softly. Uh, the, uh, the other two are just there for... Um, the, the warriors are just there, for, presumably for protection or something. Um, and uh, when y'all get close to him, he puts his hands onto your shoulders, and slowly he sort of gestures for you to submerge yourself. Uh, and once you do, you each have this moment of disorientation, almost like you're incredibly high, um, to the point of being dizzy, and uh, you have this momentary sensation of drowning, even though water is not getting inside you, uh, but, uh, let's see, uh, Frank, you are back in, uh, that collapsed building in Kuwait. Yep. And uh, this is not a dream. This is a perfect memory. Uh, all of your senses tell you that you were back there. Uh, and uh, but, but even though you were injured, uh, you don't feel any pain at the moment. Uh, you're, you're just viewing the scene dispassionately. Uh, and now you can tell that there were, in fact, four of you and all, not just, no, there were four people who survived with you. Uh, and this vision happens incredibly fast, but over the course of four days, uh, you feel, you see one after the other, your three uh, soldier buddies be dragged off by some creature. Uh, and on, uh, and the whole time, you, even though you're in danger of dying of thirst, you think, you force your way inch by inch to where you can uh, finally, on about the third day, you are able to move out and get from under the debris that's been containing you. Uh, and uh, this is your impetus for doing so is that the last surviving member of your group just got taken and in rage, you pull yourself free and crawl after him. Uh, and when you get to hear where he was, you see that there is a hole in the floor, uh, and uh, it, it looks somewhat deep. It's about 20 feet deep, uh, but there are handholds, and you are able to slowly crawl down uh, to this subterranean um, catacomb, you think, if, if uh, the ancient... Uh, if the Arabs had those back in the day, it was, well, I mean, the Romans were probably here at one point, so yeah, it's catacombs. Uh, and uh, you still hear uh, your buddy screaming, and you holster your weapon, and you know, and you limp down after him, uh, and you come to a large open area, um, a circular area with. Uh, uh, little niches for skeletons and things, uh, probably dating back hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, and in the center of it, you see these four creatures um, that are uh, basically chowing down on uh, your fellow soldier. Uh, just they ripped his shirt off, uh, and they are just eating parts of him. 
and uh, then uh, you are almost overcome with anger and about to open fire, and then you have uh, a moment of realization as uh, there are four of them in all. Uh, the one nearest you is naked. You can see just ghastly, pale white skin, huge yellow eyes, and thick teeth, uh, like needle-like teeth and uh, talon-like claws. The other three, whose faces look just the same, um, but they are all wearing uh, U.S. Army rags of U.S. Army uniforms. And you can see where parts of them where it's exposed has been eaten away. And you realize that it's your three, it's three of the four soldiers who've been taken have come back from the dead uh, after being partially eaten as more copies of the, of whatever the first one was. And the shock of that, uh, this causes you to go berserk and you open fire uh, and start mowing them down and uh, and bullets hurt them, uh, but uh, don't put them down instantly like you would have expected. Uh, and in a soldier there, you someone in a military uniform there you don't recognize. About midnight, you've just woken up, uh, and actually there are a couple of uh, military personnel there. And one guy standing behind them uh, in a suit, uh, and um, they're asking you what happened. And somewhat deliriously, uh, you tell them that story. And uh, then the uh, two officers turn to look at each other, and they turn back and look at the, the guy in the suit, who just steps forward and, and takes off his glasses, uh, and his eyes are glowing. As he looks down at you and you suddenly can't move and you hear him say no uh, no sergeant connor this is what really happened and then and then you sit there and and you have this memory of him basically changing your memories so that you died alone after the building collapsed uh rivera i am here Okay, just checking. Then when I start up, and you be on mute. Uh, <coughs> uh, you are back in your office. You were in a little bit of a panic. You were running because you know there's someone in the building with you, and someone has just spoken to you and tried to get you to unlock the door, and you don't. And you were talking on the phone, trying to uh, get one of your family members to come save you. And then, as I described before, you see this sort of black puddle pour under jet black, like deeper than shadow, pour under the door through the gap. And uh, it, after it gets about five feet in, it assumes the shape of the shadow of uh, a large, of a, of a male figure. And then that shadow slowly rises up like this off the ground, becoming three-dimensional as it does. After about 10 seconds, it's standing upright, and then these yellow eyes appear in the middle of its black face, and uh, it and you see fangs. 
And then, um, but you you keep hold of yourself. You don't panic. You don't uh, show fear. And this shadow creature just sort of tilts its head at you, almost in curiosity. And uh, after just a few seconds, it takes it starts moving towards you. And as it does, the shadowy material that's on it sort of starts to foam a bit and then sort of drift away like it's smoke until it um, reveals itself as being just a guy in a gray suit. Um, and he says, good evening, Dr. Connor. Your last name is Connor, right? I just want to make sure I didn't screw that up. Right. No, she's Jones. Oh, yeah, I'm Jones. Jones. Connor, Connor's Charlie. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, yes. He does not sound like a uh, half-bite. Uh, good evening, Dr. Jones. I apologize for being so indiscreet, but I'm afraid I have to uh, acquire that little videotape you have. I don't wish to harm you, but... And he smiles, and you can see that he has fangs. I will if I have to. What is it about this tape? That's so important. The people who employ me consider all tapes like this important. The uh, Betamax tapes have some peculiar characteristics. They retain information they shouldn't. And what do you mean by information they shouldn't? Information that would not survive if you were on any other type of recording medium. Don't ask me why. I don't know. No one does. That's why we. That's why my employers drove Betamax out of uh, into bankruptcy thirty years ago. And who are these employers? Yes. Some secrets should be kept away from prying eyes. Well, I'm not one that likes secrets. I like the truth. I think that is my that is my virtue, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can retroactively regain a willpower. Um, I must admit, you do intrigue me. You are curious and bold and quite fearless. Most people would be cowering in the corner at the sight of me by now. So I tell you what, I'm going to take that tape and also your memories of this encounter. But if you can figure out how to get it back and you want to learn what's really going on in the shadows, and he gives you an it gives you a phone number, call this call this number and ask for Mr. Gray. And tell them to tell me that uh, Dr. Jones remembers. And hopefully, and, I look forward to hearing back from you. I think you and, might be someone who would fit in well. And then and, his eyes start to glow very intently. And he, you hear this voice in your head that echoes, forget. And everything goes black. 
and then you wake up moments later when your family breaks in to, to rescue you and by that point the tape is gone and the machine has been smashed but you still remember that number and that it was mr gray who came in in some sort of shadow form uh showing his vampire teeth and he made you forget but now you have those memories back and both of you uh after you recover these memories you jump back up and uh in uh, uh Splashing in this cave in a moment of panic. Uh, both of you roll resolve plus composure. See if you have a freak out of any kind. This is not a breaking point, but you may have a little momentary panic. <laughs> but not Rivera, who is completely calm and, well, that was interesting. All right, so both of you, you come up for air and uh, you have the memories that you lost uh, recovered. And uh, then, and uh, Charlie, uh, who came here without an invitation, uh, you come in right at that point as as you see um, Frank and uh, Rivera and George the werewolf naked in a glowing pool while everyone else is around them chanting. Uh, and, uh, well, the, the women are around them chanting on the ground while the two guys turn and look at you and immediately they snarl at you in anger. Uh, and, he, but that's not the scariest thing, uh, is that enormous, uh, like Neolithic tiger painting of the wolf that's up on the wall over the pool because the picture of the wolf turns its head to look at you. Well, that's... And it growls at you. And, uh, yeah, let's see just how bad this gets for you. Because you're the one who uh, intruded on sacred lands without... Anything you need permission? All right, so message incoming. Please respond textually. That is that is quite quite situation you put me in. Well, you know what happens when you're too curious. Uh, uh, while you're thinking, uh, uh, Oliver, uh, you get there uh, in time to see your sister. Standing uh, kind of nervously next to this little hole uh, that you assume your father has crawled into. Oh, shit. And I look <laughs> in the tunnel and see if I can potentially uh, see how far in Charlie it's is. At least, it's at least 10 feet, and then, well, about five to 10 feet, and then it curves. Well, would uh, Oliver know anything about this place? You, uh, I feel like I would know of it. You know that there is a secret place here uh, that uh, George goes to meditate, and before him, uh, Jules used to meditate there rarely, and that this is where he went when he crossed over. Uh, you know the matriarchs go there to do stuff. Uh, and you know that there's a place here where people are initiated when it's time for them to become warriors of the tribe. 
Okay, then I would be even more concerned and see if I could like potentially see him. And if not, because uh, it's just a tunnel, I feel like I would try to like pull him out. Uh, you don't see him, no. He's gone into the tunnel. Oh, didn't expect you to be here. Um, so, you decide that after we've been given a safe haven, that the two of y'all would fuck around and try to get us kicked out now and leave us out in the wild. Good job! And I just crawl in the tunnel. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm still staying outside by my damn self. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, you crawl through the tunnel, uh, and uh, after about 15 feet, it comes out into the open space I described earlier. Um, let's see, uh, you see the pool that has uh, your aunt and uncle in it, and George, who uh, looks quite angry. Uh, also angry is the enormous uh, painting of a she-wolf which is looking down on your father and growling angrily. Uh, and also uh, the three warriors who came um, accompanying them, uh, all of whom now have, if you know these guys, you've known them for years, and yet in the space of just a few seconds, all of them have grown very long hair and their beards have gotten longer and they've gotten visibly more muscular. They're, like they're, they're not turning into wolves, but they're growing into much more primitive looking men and now have, and their eyes are the color of amber and they have visible uh, fangs and claws. I will grab my father by the ear and the head and try to pull him back into the hole. Message incoming for you. So curious. But at the same time, so glad I couldn't go in the hole. Okay. Um... Sure, why not? Okay. Okay. Um, well, before you can get your dad out, and before the three warriors can leap upon you and tear you to pieces, which, which is what you're afraid is going to happen. Uh, Hold on real quick. Um, would it be cruel to kick Brooke out of the chat? What? <laughs> Since her, since she's the only character that's not, you know, currently in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> she could deafen. <laughs> um, what you see is that uh, enormous bang. It's big. It's like about ten feet across, and it literally peels itself off the wall until it becomes a three-dimensional translucent she-wolf that flies through the air and passes through you both and you don't hear any words in your head but this knowledge pops into your head that this is the price for intruding into father wolf's sacred space oh no and then you both pass out Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, Frank and Rivera, that happened. You didn't hear any weird voices in your heads, but uh, you did see, uh, holy shit, that flying spectral wolf just passed through uh, Charlie and Oliver, and they passed out. 
How the how do George and the matriarchs react? Uh, well, they are somewhat shocked and a little annoyed. Uh, they're not, you know, homicidal or anything. Uh, George just shakes his head and mutters, that dumb son of a bitch, under his breath. You don't know which one he's referring to. Probably Charlie. Well, I mean... Um, please, but please I, assume, I assume y'all get out of the pool to check on them? Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you... You do so, you get over there without any difficulty. Um, and uh, you check them both out. Uh, they appear to be fine, except for the fact that they passed out. Um, uh, See, so both of you roll your wits plus investigation. Can I just say I'm definitely going to put my clothes back on before well, you can. <laughs> I check on them? Success. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's enough for this. You know, this is an odd thing. Um, both of them, uh, you, you check them out, and both of them, um, right. Ab- you think it's a stain on their clothes at first, but right above the area of their heart uh, is a glowing red pentagram. And then you realize, no, it's not on their shirt, because if you adjust their shirt, it stays in place. And if you were to actually move their shirt aside, you would see that it is actually on their chest, right over their heart. And then after just a few minutes, it fades away. And uh, Charlie, you wake up to see a naked Frank looming over you. (laughs) Scary, I know. I recoil in horror. And Oliver, you wake up a few seconds later. Charlie, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I just crawled through a hole. Why did you run the one Why did you follow me? Why? Whose fault is is this? It's always your thing to run off. I did not run off. I ran too. Your sister was with me. She's responsible. <laughs> I turned to George um, and uh Oliver. Uh make me a uh roll your composure plus your sanity. One success. <laughs> okay. Dice, Jesus. Uh you have just a moment where you are because com- you are completely overcome with anger at what a dumbass your father is and how unreliable he is. Uh, and you grab him by the shirt and slam him against the cave wall um, and growl at him. Uh, and uh, you were surprised, Charlie, to notice that your son's, uh, for about two seconds, your son's eyes turned amber and he. And his incisors are, you know, maybe a quarter of an inch longer than they should be. Happens to messing around with sex cults. <laughs> oh, do you say that out loud? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, this is this is my child. I'm not gonna let him like growl at me like not without oh, some kind of anger that your son is growling at you. I mean. Mm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. 
<laughs> God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, let's see. You roll your composure plus sanity. Hi, Growly. Uh, I'm dead. I want to kind of be a werewolf. Is that what they are? Thinks I've taken it. It's like turn. a fun time. My composure plus sanity. Neither one of those things are very high, I don't think. Um, well, my sanity is higher than I thought it was. Uh, how is your composure plus sanity only four? Hey. <laughs> Good question. Anthony, why did you only roll four dice? Surely you can't be that low. No, I rolled eight. I was about to say, I know I'm crazier than you are. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you are annoyed at how disrespectful your son is being to you, so you growl at him and shove him back. Uh, and before a fight breaks out, uh, you both hear um, George yell out, Enough! And it echoes through the whole cavern, and you both turn and look at him, and if you had long pointy ears, they would go down at this point. Um, but uh, you uh, you both get a hold of yourself. And then he just sort of glares at the two of you and says, we should leave now. Those of you return to the cabin, I will be back soon to discuss your situation. I leave and I just keep on walking. Oliver, says, what happened in there? <laughs> and Frank, I just keep Rivera, you might want to accompany them and perhaps keep them separated from one another. I'll be putting on my clothes and I'll say, what the hell happened to them? I'll explain when we get outside. We must purify this place after that unfortunate Event. Well, I'll crawl back yeah. outside. Alright, so y'all get back outside. Are you going to tell me what happened here? Get back to the cabin, and it's 1020, so we're going to break there with that shocking new development. Uh, I want to know. So you break the rules, and you get to be a werewolf. I don't want to be a werewolf. I mean, get but I'm claustrophobic. Get to is a strong term. No, great. Okay. I want to take one beat plus one beat for every dramatic success or dramatic failure or every time a flaw significantly uh, deterred you in some way, if you haven't already. Uh, <laughs> plus one beat if you have contracted lycanthropy in the last hour. Oh my God. Question Even though I didn't go into the cave, do I get a willpower point for trying to sneak out there or no? Because yeah. I didn't go there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Get one more of those back. Because Charlie probably would not have gone with you if he was not gone first. So, so in a way, it's all your fault. It is. <laughs> oh, great. The conspiracy theory father is a werewolf and the. Any questions brother. or comments or anything before we break for the night? It's just a boy. Uh, I'll find a cure. <laughs> I need a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Knoxville by Night. We'll be having new updates on the Patreon page where we'll be doing a breakdown of each character so you can learn more about them 
and adding some stretch goals for more content. Please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast provider that you use, or you can message us directly on any of our social media accounts. You can also follow us along on Reddit at r forward slash Knoxville by night pod, where I will try to be more active and add more posts. Sorry about this episode coming out later than usual. We were dealing with internet issues. But moving forward, all episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players tonight have been Luke Boswell, Anthony Hudson, Brooke Norman, Chrissy Sims, and Will Wesson. Storyteller is Alan Alexander. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. Young people today just communicate through gifts. <laughs> yes. We could do this whole campaign through gifts alone. I, I feel like we could. Uh, let's not, because actually that is only a short step to communicating through emojis. This game has seriously digressed to just gifts back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the general chat. It's not in the campaign chat. <laughs> This is Alan coming back into the general chat. <laughs> <laughs> accurate. Very accurate.